Good, my brother. Good to see you, mate. Good to be here. You're handsome devil here. <laughs> it's just the lighting sort of at the studio is amazing. It makes you look oh, like 10 years younger. I can already see it. <laughs> You're looking uh, even better in person, my friend. But uh, thank you very much for coming in, dude. Thank you. You've thank got you that know. voice for a radio. I think I've told you that many a time. I'm kind of envious of it, to be honest. Uh, yeah, that's uh, yeah, probably one, one strength, I guess. They say you've got a face for radio. So, yeah, you got the face for radio. So, perfect. Is that... Um, is that voice from Dad? I've never heard Dad preach, but uh, I'm sure he's got a... Yeah, no, it is. My grandfather had a wickedly deep voice Did he really? when I was really young. Yeah, I didn't know it was deep, and I still have a few friends who um, their first experience with Dad, like it's, you, got, you know, you bring your friends over for school, yeah, from yeah. school, and they've run out. Yeah. You know, being young, like seven-year-olds, and Dad will come like, hey, how's it going? <laughs> because because it's like, that's their first memory of Dad. So, yeah, it's, a, it's a, just definitely a genetic thing. It's a, it's a gift, mate. I mean, I've just been listening. I've just started listening to uh, Teddy Pendergrass. Oh yeah, you know Teddy Pendergrass. Of course. My goodness, what a man that was! What a, what a handsome-looking son of a gun that man was. Great voice, great Very music. Sad story though, right? Oh, 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 yes. He had his car crash and he became yeah. a paraplegic, and it was a very sad story. And it was very, because you know, I, I saw him on Instagram. Okay. It was just a couple of minute clip, and he was singing away. I was like, man, who's that dude? I've never heard yeah. of Barry White, Marvin Gaye, but I didn't know who this guy was. And I looked into it a bit more, I was like, man, he's got so many beautiful songs. And, and then I read about a tragic story, I was like, man, that's, that's such a sad way to, to end a career that he had, mate. Because he was in the late 70s, early 80s, he was the, he was the one, wasn't he, really? Yeah, well, yeah, man, all creators, especially in the music scene, you know, unfortunately, there's a, you know, and coming, as a creative and coming from a performing arts background, it's a, real, it's, an, it's a real big issue. I mean, even right now in 2022, you hear about artists just... It's it's a real reflection of, um, I guess you know. But we talk about mental illness and stuff like yeah, that, yeah. and now and just all that because you know behind the tragic accident was a, a man and a lifestyle, right? Yeah, that's right. And right. Um, that's and so it, true. that comes with the with all of that fame and all of that you yeah, know yeah. all that you know he came from a, a certain type of lifestyle and then he was had all this cash and all this money and you know and the rest is as you know it's just like days of our lives all over again you know times 20 and it's just the same story so absolutely so many tragic stories but you know it's probably the reason why i went into into performing arts into youth work and and could see that, that, that you know as we all know you've got kids yeah. it's so important that they kind of have a real yeah. solid foundation, foundation and, and, yeah. and just know who they are because yeah. it hasn't changed from the 60s, 70s to, yeah. to now. It hasn't changed. It's the yeah. same struggles, the same, uh, you know, um, barriers. And, you know, he not only was a superstar, but he was also a black man at that time. Yes, yes. You know, so there's all of that on yeah. top of it. And so and now he becomes, you know, he's disabled. So he's got all of that. Deal with yeah, him. so that's a lot, you know. So, it's yeah, cool. unfortunately, like, unfortunately, he's not the exception. That's, no, yeah. that's what, I guess, um, what I'm saying. When you mentioned, like, uh, you, you talk about the likes of uh, Michael Jackson or Freddie Mercury and you see their bios and things like that and they're, they're world-famous people and they look like they have everything, but at the end of the day, they almost had nothing, you know what I mean? They, they were very shallow and they couldn't be ex expressive besides their music because they were so famous. Fame was like a... A bad thing, you know. At the end of the day, even Elton John. Yeah, a lot of a lot of artists. Uh, you hear that? I've heard that similar story where they a lot of them are quite um, shy and introverted, yeah, and they exactly. found sort of like an uh, you know it's a that's how they outwork and express themselves. Yeah. And so, and that's a great thing because you get these amazing iconic artists, you know, and 
you know, even look closer to home with Paulie Fuman and stuff like that, you oh, know, breaking, sure. the, breaking new ground, Great example. you know, breaking new ground and yet, you know, you, when you come off the stage, you're still the same person, you yeah. know, yeah. behind that. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a, I think it's a never-ending uh, sort of struggle that we have to acknowledge, you know, all of my favourite artists. I, like you said, I love reading autobiographies, more yeah, than biographies, yeah, but yeah, yeah. the autobiographies really give you an insight into, um, into how human, yeah. how human many of them are. And, how, uh, definitely, yeah. mate. I mean, you look at Amber Heard and Johnny Depp, the case that just went on there, and what a mess that What happened? What's that? I didn't watch that. I never what have you heard of those people. <laughs> of course, bro, I was every single child in it. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're, you're living with psychopaths. I've, just, I've been trying to practice my um, Johnny Depp lines, you know. On, no, 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 no. Just how he was on the on the on the stand. I oh, just yeah, loved yeah. everything. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he was just hilarious. He made it a comic relief. I I really loved it. Like I thought, you know, the irony is is that he's one of my favorite actors. Yeah. You know, back from Jump Street days. Jump Street days, handsome man. Yeah. So he was by Jump Street, but it was so funny because Amber Heard was like really trying to like out. Act, he wasn't even acting. Yeah. Like even even when he was just being himself, he yeah. was like putting out some classic lines. Like it was like, oh, yeah. it was just pure Hollywood. It was perfect. I think yeah. it's. It looked absolutely miserable to be in that relationship, bro. She's a she's a beautiful lady, obviously. So she's like a siren, eh, to to other actors and, and other men. And pro Johnny, you know, he's been around so long. He's sort of a wee bit different. You know, he's a little bit different to uh, normal yeah. movie stars, and he was kind of trapped in that. I mean, who yeah. else? Who else records their arguments? I mean, I've never done that with my wife that I'm aware of. Or that she's aware of. <laughs> but what? Uh, you sure? <laughs> uh, hey, look what! It's a real sad story of both of them. Yeah, yeah. Real sad for both of them. When you look at it, you know he's not. You know, um, after Me Too, you know Amber Heard didn't do very much help to help the woman's cause, and we know that that was a, is a real cause, it's a genuine cause. What she was doing, so she didn't help that at the same time. But anyone looking at it impartially yeah. and looking at Johnny Depp, like he was not a, a flawless man. He was, oh, it wasn't no, like no. he didn't have his own issues. And, and many of the things, like I put a post up about this, when I listened to them, jokes aside, heaps of the things that they illustrated and showed with things that I could identify with, you know, <laughs> yeah. you know, that, 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 you know, whatever it be, addictions, you know, and, um, you know, just their behavior, you know, again, these are things that I've seen in relationships, my own relationships and, yeah. and the way that they behave, what like you just said, do, do people really record their arguments? Like, uh, yeah, they do. <laughs> yeah, they do, Patrick. Maybe, maybe I don't, you know, <laughs> there, there, are, there are some, you know, there are some insecurities in a lot of people and, yeah. um, and in a relationship and that's a sad thing is that, They've, they had to like put their entire lives, all of their shortcomings and all their brokenness, you know, all yeah. of their all their human traits that are really familiar in heaps of people's lives. Of course, bro. You know, yeah. some things that she showed, the insecurity and, 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 you know, all the stuff that people would label, you know, but all the stuff that he did are just labels that I've seen in men as well yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and a, a woman and vice versa. So yeah. it's really easy from the outside to just, you know, like, oh, let's check them out. But I think if you're really looking at it, Honestly, yeah. um, anyone who's put who would put their relationship up in the courtroom yeah, and we yeah, put yeah, our yeah. camera in the courtroom and we had to like unpack our own individual relationships with one another, I'm you know, maybe it wouldn't be as toxic, but I'm pretty sure it would have yeah, it would yeah. feature a lot of the toxicity yeah. that was in that relationship. So I, th I think it's like a saying that I've, I've grown to actually admire and love. It, it, it says that, uh, and we're talking about everybody in the world, whether it's superstars or just normal people, but. We're, we're more the same than we are different, no matter what culture we're in, you know, no matter what we believe in, we, we all want to have a good life, we all want to be happy, we all want to, 
believe in something, we all want to work hard and, and enjoy our family life. You know, even oh. these these people that we look up to, all these false gods. If maybe some people see them as that, you know, even they have their insecurities, like you say, mate. You know, nobody's nobody's yeah. immune to being human, are they? Oh well, you know, I, I still think Samoans are the greatest people on the earth. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, Polynesians have a real special and amazing contribution to this world and doing my platform and I'm sure you've seen it um, I'm really I really believe that wholeheartedly and genuinely yeah. and as you said yes of course we've got shortcomings but I do think that Polynesians have a real a very unique flavor mm. and a very unique taste in our geographical position our historical position yeah. our, um, our historical position on the timeline of the world of world events yeah. and where the islands are positioned and and, and our story yeah. and how it's carried and now how it's been positioned I mean in the last five years you know I was saying to my nephews and nieces the other day Matt Look, there's another brown person on TV. A another ad with a brown guy, a brown girl. Yeah. I said, do you realize that there were no brown people on TV? Like, you you, you can put up Jason Momoa girls, you can put up The Rock. There were no brown people. It was Tom Cruise yeah. and Brad Pitt. That was it. That was it. That was it. Those are our people. We don't have... And these guys, and how far we've come as people yeah. and our impact. you got Paris Goebel doing her thing. we got Black Grace I just went and watched last week. And yes, yes. Neil Yeremia just came back from New York with these rave reviews, you know. Yeah, yeah. We've got uh, sort of meal and these in these classical singers, you know, just yeah. blowing up classical charts all across yeah. the world. So, you know, we're already in the arts. We're already showing ourselves in Hollywood and in our in, in the classical sports field, yeah. you know. And now I, I I can honestly say even academically, in the way that the world is positioned right now, yeah. I think our voice. I mean, they call it that woke sort of thing, but I think uh, I I really believe that uh, Pacific people have a very um, healthy balance. Mm. And view, and I think in my platform, and I and I believe so in yours as well. We're we're, we're trying to bring all those voices because one of the things that I really wanted to really uh, demystify in, on my platform yep. was that uh, you know we're not polarized people. Mm. You know, They're, we're not polarized people. We have very very uh, diverse personalities and opinions and um, and perspectives all within one aina, yeah. all in within one fano, and yet we all have to still get together, peel potatoes, get the tummy <laughs> ready and make sure that everything's done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so when you're living from a culture and interacting with people on a day-to-day -day basis who yeah. think differently from you, who I mean, have a, uh, have a different generational position from you, and when you're bringing that together and managing to still live um, succeed and you know move forward in history and still yeah. survive in our languages and our cultures and our customs yeah. and and our sense of humor and our music all of that yeah. it's just a recipe for uh, for success yeah. and uh, I really mean that and I think you know and humility is part of that as well knowing when to be humble no, and but knowing also too and I think we're at a stage where we can kind of like raise our heads a bit more yeah. and actually acknowledge those things and one of the things I'm really keen at is just really, you know, cheering one another on. Yeah. That you know, your platform is different from mine. There's another different platform, but we we need to go. Yes, keep going. The more right. brown content out there, the better. The more voices that they can see that we're connecting, that we're listening yeah. to one another, and doing positive things in our community. We yeah. Hope, right. Yeah, and and all responding in a positive way. Yeah. You know, like you just said before, we still have those flaws. We still have those shortcomings. So yeah, sometimes yeah. when you're 
people tune things in the political, social justice sort of, you know, um, motivations, yeah. they begin to sort of like, you know, glass over and be, have a sort of a rose-tinted view of things. And so they don't want to talk about it. It's like, no, there are still heaps of issues yeah. out there. There's still a lot of shortcomings in our, you know, we're still overrepresented in all of the negative statistics. That's the truth. Definitely. That is the truth. You know, and that, that's the truth. So we have all these great artistic sports people in the world, but we also have a, a world where our, our men and our women are still missing the mark in yeah. so many other areas. Yeah. And I think it's a much more healthier way to embrace all of that, you know, to embrace all of that because in the village, yeah. hey, in the village or in the tribe back in the days, they had to embrace all of it. Yeah. They didn't have the luxury of just, you know, yeah, pretending yeah. that that's not there, they have to deal with it and they have to navigate it together, you know. Yeah, yeah, Imagine yeah. those wakas, they always talk about, oh, we have to navigate, it's like, well, so they didn't have any arguments. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well you didn't think there were any issues on the waka as we were going over the biggest piece of water mass of the globe. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. sure there were a few... Uh, I'm sure there were a few, they had to deal with them because there was nowhere to hide or run, man. Exactly so. Yeah, I, I, I saw this thing that you posted, I was just bringing that up, that just because I, I disagree with you, that <laughs> does not mean that I hate you. We need to relearn re that in our society. That's so true. You know, some things you say sometimes, and I'm watching things, and say, oh, I don't really agree with that. But then I listen again, and I have another rethink about it. Mm -hmm. And even though I might not agree with it, I, I, I'm still like, well, that's a good point, you know. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'll go around and research it a little bit more for my own self, and then maybe I'll see where you're coming from. That, that's the thing, you know, too many of us have our, have our little, and we're talking about Pacific Island people, but a lot of us have our own little groups and have a own little gangs, you know what I mean, and that we can't go out of that gang because, you know, we, we can't agree with this person. But sometimes the other gang has good things to say about life in general or, or the way that they behave and things you can learn from them. But a lot of our society at the moment is becoming very narrow-minded. Eh? You, you know, you can't have a, you can't be proved that you were wrong and, and if you believed in something, you know, you, you've got to stick to that because your pride and your ego won't let you come to the conclusion, oh, maybe I was wrong, you know, maybe I didn't think that through or maybe I, you know, that person was right even though he's a different coloured skin or even though he's, you know, from a different sort of background that I am, but I, I can't agree with him. I'm going to have to stick to my guns, you know? But that, I, I saw that on your page. I was like, man, that's, that's so good. You know, I really like that. Yeah. It needs to be put put into our communities even more. You know, we, we're adults. We, we all grow up, right? <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, we were all babies once, right? Yeah. <laughs> we're, just, we're just babies that have grown up a bit bigger, so. I think, yeah, there's a difference between, um, do you know, like, Agreeing to disagree amicably, you know, or agreeably is, is a really, it's a real skill. Yeah. So there are a lot of people who um, will say, okay, yeah, I disagree with you, and then they don't, but they don't really care about your perspective, and they don't really want to, they say, I'm, I, I think how I'm, I think, and, and um, you think the way you think, and um, I'm not even going to investigate into what that is, because I've made my decision, yeah, right? I've yeah. made my decision. And then the ideal is, oh, I'm open to dialogue, I'm going to hear, qualify it, could you, you know, make me understand, let me see everything perspective yeah. and that's someone who's like you know really actively trying to expand their mind and but I think an ability to recognize that that everyone is their own journey and their own unique experience and that yeah. every family is different every person's journey so when I hear somebody who says something that's different or I used to be like oh yeah, convince me or you know like show me what are your points and, and how do you qualify what you're saying and why do you and because I'm really wanting to argue with them about it because I want to show that I'm right but I think now, having done the interviews, I think now it's really important just to, to say, like, okay, this person, um, they look like a great person. They, yeah. they, 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 they seem like a genuine, authentic person. They don't look like they mean ill towards me, even though what they're saying is really vexing me maybe inside. But I can't really, 
you know, attribute to them that they are like meaning harm. And that's a lot of people out there is that they, when you think differently to them, that you're trying to, yeah. you know, it's going to cause it's going to cause harm into my life or something. Almost a trigger point, right? Yeah, the yeah. trigger point. So I think it's really important to recognize that, you know, I remember I remember hearing somewhere that you know if this if this pad was like all the knowledge in the world to recognize that you probably only know like just too much of it yeah. and that in the in your lifetime you're probably only going to know like four, five or six pages of yeah. it but there's no way well I kind of I think you know there's no way you're going to be able to comprehend and understand this entire all you know this entire you know, object of, yeah. of the world knowledge of history and so sure. having that sort of position I think just keeps everyone calm yeah, yeah, yeah. you know just yeah. I'm not trying to prove that I'm the greatest. I know everything there is to know about youth or that yeah, in the intricacies of human nature. Yeah. I'm just saying that this is where I'm at in my corner of the world and, yeah. and this is what I want to bring to the table and, yeah. and hopefully it will help move us forward and be positive. Right. Um, and so I, I like saying that on, on my page as well. You know, I, I'm here to shed light, yeah. not generate heat. You right. know, yeah, yeah, always yeah. shed light. And I think, you know, real truth, will come forth. Yeah. You know, yeah. I really believe that now. I don't need to go on some sort of like crusade to try to like unmask the, the blinder to <laughs> the truth of what I know to be, you know, all that is. Yeah. My job is just to kind of like add something to the hey what about what about this yeah. new <laughs> new new thing over here? Have yeah, a look yeah, at that. And yeah, yeah. and if it's good and if it's if it's if it's worthwhile and it's valuable, people will it will speak for itself, yeah. you know, and it will, it will stand the test of time. I totally agree, mate. I totally yeah. agree. I see people differently. I mean, I'm getting older now. You know, I'm almost approaching half a century. No way! <laughs> you look great, mate. You're so handsome, mate. Does that look great? Cut it out. Yeah, that's not true. Um, but, you know, I, I look at people that I get upset with now, and I think, and instead of thinking, oh, this guy's an idiot, blah, 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 I kind of think, well, okay, why is he acting like that? You know, what's going on? Yeah. What's happened to him? What? You know, how does he how has he become this person? How has he become yeah. this unhappy, angry sort of person? I mean, what's going on there? What's you know, I try to understand where this anger and hurt is coming from, you know, because some people they they're very they're very quick to, to snap, they're very quick to you know, get back snap back at you and you're like, Whoa, hold on bro, you know, he's down tight, there's no need to get like that. But then you think about it and you think about what, what, what their life was like, you know, coming, yeah. you know, growing up, maybe, maybe they were beaten as child, child, or, you know, they, they were injured or something like that and maybe banged their heads or something like that. So I, I think everyone has their story and a lot of the times where in the past, and like I say, because I'm now getting older and hopefully a little bit wiser, I look at things differently now, you know, as, as an adult and as somebody that's experienced life, you know, a little bit now. So. Whenever I, when, if I used to get angry at somebody for snapping back at me, instead of that, I'd say, okay, that's all right, mate, you know. Instead of escalating it to something that you can sometimes not recover from, it's more of stepping back and saying, okay, this guy's obviously angry for a reason. Mm. There's got something going on in this person's life that maybe I have nothing to do with, obviously, but I've sort of triggered it, you know mm. what I mean? And I think I've avoided a lot of conflict that way. You know, I've tried to understand where that person is coming from. And then that, that, that's much like what you were saying, right? You know, that we... Oh yeah, it's all theory in my head and in principle and in actual fleshing it out is another story and I'm glad that you've mastered that because it depends if I'm hangry or if I've, how much sleep I've had or <laughs> yeah, what yeah. time of the day it is exactly, and, and what's happened exactly. uh, you know, in, in the hours, you know, yeah. in the precursor, <laughs> in the hours just before something happens. So it's a real, mastering that is I think a life journey but there's some great men that, I, that I've met who've, who've done, who've managed to get it down pat yeah. and, and, and know how to really respond and, and are they men of faith um 
Not all of them, um, but a lot of them. Um, and I think, um, if anything, more than anything there, I guess what you said earlier, which is, I'm a little bit older. And yeah. that's the common thread, is that they have lived life and um, they've experienced a lot. And so in that moment, all of that uh, experience and all of that, you know, all of those life um, or journey and all those thousands of people that they've obviously interacted with culminate in a moment that when they see someone say something, yeah. it's not a big thought. They're just like, oh, yeah, let's <laughs> move, you know, on. And yeah, um, yeah. yeah maybe so. if you... Or if I lived that person's life, I would have reacted the same way, you know what I yeah. mean? Well, even like, and I'm, I, no, no, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but after all the interviews that I've done, I know that I've changed. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, I, I know that I've, you know, and I've had to learn to change. Like, I can even see the evolution of myself in my interviewing and how before it would be more like, I guess... Uh, um, yeah, just it's changed in, in the way in which you, you're trying to seek out um, the, uh, the knowledge and the people's voice and stuff. So Isn't that an amazing journey? Yeah. You've no, spoken man. to our own people, basically, yeah. most, most of the time, right? Percentage yeah. people. Yeah, mostly. And you've listened to them and you've taken little bits that have gone into your body and your genes and your mind and you've become a little bit of them because you've heard their story and you've become a little bit uh, more wiser, a little bit more educated in regards to what these people have done what they've been through, and how they express themselves, yeah? I mean, because how many interviews have you done now? Oh, man, it's close to 300, oh, definitely over 300 um, guests. That's a lot um, of panels. Yeah, and, um, and, and I think uh, the, the series, the types of series, I was really fortunate to create series. So, yeah. look, the whole thing of, of the platform was about just bridging and, um, and bridging the conversation between different people, and I was fortunate being a little socialite that I was growing up, that I managed in my life up to the, before, by 2020, and having just returned back from Samoa, I managed to get, have a quite a diverse group of friends and life experiences. I traveled overseas, so I was able to really draw on those, and also not only just my networks, but as it grew momentum, people would, would give other names and, and people would just bring it yeah. in. So I'm really fortunate that, um, even now, like it was a quiet year this year for interviews as such. But one thing that I learned in my studying and my looking and research about podcasts was um, just the demand and how toxic it can get and how unhealthy it can get for the hosts yeah. um, because of that demand to create content. So I was really um, intentional in ensuring that it was, it was as soon as I felt like it was becoming, I was striving too much or it became too burdensome and it became a performance based or yeah. became something where I felt I was ticking boxes or trying to meet a criteria from outside that I just would not let that happen. And yeah. so some weeks I'll be like, you know, because I'll slip into that, that sort of like work mode. Oh, got to do this, got to have this many, da -da -da, turn yeah, this yeah, over. Yeah, yeah. And I was really, I had some really good support system to make sure that I was just like, look, if we had one this week, great. If we had 12 this week, excellent. Didn't matter. I really turned off my mind to the views. I did not pay attention to clicks, yeah. views. Um, and if you look on the page, there's not much... Um, there was only one, one, one negative interaction on all of them. But after coming out of COVID and meeting people, so many people have come and said, oh man, you're, the common thread is, I just love the diversity. I really loved, you just talked to so many people that I would never have met and yeah. talked to. And, and so for me, that's a win, yeah. you know? And, uh, but I, you know, I guess the point that I'm making is about the, um, even in the platform um, context, it can become uh, unhealthy, yeah, you know? Yeah, and sure. it was really important for me to really, um, for it to be truly successful, I wanted to make sure that in uh, 10 years' time, 15 years' time, if people find the content, yeah. that they would see that there's yeah, 
still st- stood the test of time. It's got nothing to do with my personality, yeah. nothing to do with a hype of the time. It was just that a granddaughter of someone I interviewed can listen to that and be like, oh, That's right. wow. That's a you know, uh, Young people will look back and go, what were they doing during the COVID? And they go, man, yeah, yeah, yeah. they're so funny. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and so that was a real, it was harder than I, I thought it was, but it's, um, you, know, uh, you know, with the grace of God, I managed to do it. So yeah. really grateful to everyone who um, leaned in and, and like yourself and just go, who's, who's this guy? <laughs> just give it a go because, you know, my personality is just like, out the gate, you know, everyone's just like, oh, man, this, are you right? Because <laughs> if, if I made too much sugar, oh, ah, ah, That's a beautiful thing also. Well done, bro. That's so cool. That's so cool. And like you say, as long as we, as humans, don't blow ourselves up or do anything, that that information and that footage and that uh, that podcast or interviews that or whatever you call them, interviews, podcast. Yeah, I, I think I, I used to say you know, even that. I was just like, I'm not doing a podcast. I'm just doing interviews. And that was because I wanted to distance myself from that term because even when I started no one had done a teen youth um, yeah, p- yeah, podcast yeah. at that time in Aotearoa and yeah. in the Pacific and so I didn't and then I was doing the research and reading about podcasts and so I didn't want to I just could see that it could become if it was if anything um, you know went awry or didn't sit well that it would it could possibly just really incubate some really bad energy yeah, so yeah. I just wanted to say oh I'm just having an interview because people interviews you know preceded podcast yeah, interviews yeah, yeah. existed you know on television yeah, and yeah. in person yeah. before a podcast sort of this whole yeah. term happened so I, I for me I just wanted to distance myself from that and not feel like I was and it just gave me the room to um for it to be whatever it wanted to be yeah so yeah. I could interview on the premise of whatever I wanted yeah and not have to this podcast is about you know so I had to really I kept it nice and open yeah, yeah. and uh, that way I couldn't get judged <laughs> well, you've, you've worked professionally in broadcasting before right that's i was going to say that so you know about. you know that um oh you can't say that on him or you, you you can't do that yeah. well, you don't say things like that but yeah. in this format you can do and say whatever you like right and that's pretty cool right that well that, that's exactly it and i went into radio and i got disillusioned and i was part you of disillusioned? the yeah i got disillusioned at the time so i came out of broadcasting um and and communication school at a time when pacific um broadcasting was just sort of like Science or it's hidden, and for me, for my experience, having come from overseas, um, I got disillusioned because of the um, the commercialization of Pacific and and uh, and oh, really? you know, our, and our voice, like we were, you know, it was like I grew up on the time of you know, my mentor was Mike Haru, you know, oh, was yeah. Mike Haru. Okay. He was like, and he he used to be like, this album is from 1972. The producers are in the studio yeah. of that, and he loved the music. He was yeah. about all about the music. Well, he was, was about, a DJ as well, right? Yeah, and it was about, but it was about the music, and it was about education, it was about the stories, like you said about Teddy Pettigrew. It was about informing people about that. And then when I came in, it was right when we were starting to see Pacific Radio and Māori Radio and all that, and in a small little window where we were, it became really commercialised, and I, I felt like we had just, like, bowed down to the commercial so gods. Huh? Yeah, and just, and, um, and yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm, like I said, that was just my, and I was young, you know, I was just in my early 20s. Right. And so, you know, I was more sensitive and I was looking up to all these stars and thinking, you know, I came and I wanted to do something, you know, I wanted to do something real, 
and genuine, but that was the game, and it was very cutthroat, and it yeah. was very um, harsh, and um, I was a bit um, naive. I was coming like, oh, how we all just be friends, and like, you know, coach Simon, coach a group, and hang out, and go have chips, uh, $2 chips up at the takeaways, and be mates. They're like, no, you'll do this. Yeah. These are the these are the links for your songs, and you play this song on high rotation, and make sure that you put yeah. it, and I was like, and I ain't here. So, yeah. you know, I don't want to bag it. It is what it is, and it, I hate that saying, too. Yeah. Uh, but it... Look, things have unfolded, and the great thing about it is that now, who was to say that we're going to have an internet age, an IT age, where really music is, yeah. we can now do the things that I was worried about, we, we can already do it. Like, yeah, you can yeah. create your own little radio show at home. That's you right. know, like an 18-year-old bro, boy, 18-year-old girl can just sit at home. Yeah. Hey, man, welcome to the, to, okay. you know, Mike Little, you know, Mike Little class, and he's like us, and, yeah. and do it however you want it. So, you know, it was... For that time, that's what I experienced. But I think it it fed into into who I am, and I guess it's fed into the work that I've done and yeah. being able to help other people and yeah. and, and and be able to bridge, um, you know, that uh, the media that that area. So yeah, I'm really grateful. Are you gonna continue your 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 platform there, or will you rename it, or have you yeah. thought about that? Yeah, no, I thought it so in the beginning of the year, I kind of like, we tried to level up and one of the things I found out was I really wanted to, well, I wanted to get more young people. But as I said, it's just like an organic, natural thing. I'm, I, like I said, I didn't want to get into performance-based yeah. where you just were doing it. And so I'm a real believer in my faith and believing that, you know, doors will open accordingly. Yeah. And um, if you, if your heart's in the right place and you um, have a, and it's the right timing and um, it's meant to be, then I think the, the, people and opportunities would open up yeah. as they mean to and so my intention was that um that i'll get more young people um but just as the year has unfolded um i was just saying to you off air i got work i got quite a bit of work through the platform and yeah. so you know you gotta gotta live make it pay the bills you know you gotta, you gotta pay the bills and so that was one of the things i thought oh i'm failing i mean to do this a platform but i kind of released myself from that expectation and said look that this is the intention I want to do, but I've got this opportunity to do these contracts, mm -hmm. this work, and um, and I'm going to follow them through. And if I get the time to do the interviews, and because you know the whole thing about lockdown was about keeping healthy. That's right. You know, so it would be sort of like really tragic if like at this time in September, if you heard like, oh man, Alex is like we're into a deep depression. He's like because he like overworked it and just pushed himself to the limit. Now he's like off the radar. Like that would be probably the worst sort of outcome after doing a page that was about preventing that yeah. for the actual person who's running it to actually yeah. like fall by the wayside. So I was really aware that I was doing better by, um, you know, being true to, um, to to reality, which is you got to pay the bills and do work, but yeah. also that there was still a hard to do things. So I kind of just allowed things to. Um, I did a couple in um, I did a couple in, in in January and February, and then another one in March, and then kind of I got quiet because I was working right through to June, and then just as things have um, picked up in arts, because remember this is alongside the world, like New Zealand, as we go through all the different right. stages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. as as things happened, you'd have to respond accordingly, and and also the reality is like. Yeah, do people want to like listen to another interview at this time? Now people are just trying to get out there and work yeah. and, and do these things and kids are trying to get back to school. You know, they're just starting to transition back into school. Yeah. And for me to come in with my big like, oh come on, would you like to be a part of just yeah, so it was it's a bit of 
gut instinct, but also just being wise and reading the and the lay of the land and where we're at. Yeah. And um, you know, I've had uh, I've had opportunities through my current work to now connect with young people again, and for it to become relevant and and natural, you yeah. know, and, and sort of natural. So. Um, to answer your question, yes, it will continue on. The name, haven't even thought about it. I just think um, uh, what the platform has allowed me to do was the, the members. We have to like do three thousand members with you know with and a, a great range of members, yeah. you know, and they haven't and they haven't dropped off this year. They haven't like all left the group, which is yeah. great. And I think that's a testament to the quality of the of the content and yeah. that what they and their and their desire to want to still be connected to to this space and, yeah. and, and what it brings with it and the unique space in there. You know, I've got Christian people in there and I've got gay people in there and we've yeah. got minority to violence and little groups and then we've got Maori and, and older people. So I think, you know, it's, hey, it's not a bad thing to be connected into a, into a group where you're, you're going to once in a while tune yeah. in. It's, it's a click for half a minute of your day and what's happening here? Nothing cool. See you later. That's your, that's your village, mate. Yeah, village. yeah. And like any village, mate, it's made up of all different types of personalities and people and you know, families. So that's cool, bro. That's cool. Speaking of new opportunities, you've got a, a new role that you're uh, quite excited about and uh, carrying on from uh, another guest from uh, that we had on here, um, Mr. Tony Lafatunu. Yes, well, um, I thought that you were bringing me on as a rugby expert for today's Peter's Low, <laughs> but obviously not. So I did my hair in honour of Tony Lafatanoa. Yeah, yeah, so, uh, none of its finest, <laughs> white emitter's finest, Tony <laughs> Lafatanoa. So, so, so uh, yes, I'll put on my lanyard for now I'm on the work mode. Yeah. So Tony will be proud. Keep on, keep on script. Living Tony Lafatanoa is an amazing person. He is <laughs> one of my heroes and I've once tried to outwork everything he's shown me. <laughs> right. So Tony was, um, yes, community engagement advisor and he... Um, very um, favorably uh, put my name forward and uh, suggested that I apply and uh, it was just right timing. I was finishing a, a contract in June and this one came up in, in July and awesome, it, it, it was just a build up to October to this where we are at now. Tomorrow yep. is um, when everyone's papers across the country, your ballot papers arrive in your in your letterbox. It's a postal vote. Yep. Um, yep. So everyone will be voting for their mayor and their local body and I've been given the role of, as part of a team, but I'm a community engagement advisor. Yep. Um, and so my role primarily was, is to use my networks to reach uh, Pacific people and get them to engage in the political process and exercise their civic duty nice. um, and, and get people to enroll, primarily enroll. So I'm not there to tell people who to vote for yeah. or I don't support a political party or any any uh, candidate that's running. Yeah. Uh, the Electoral Commission is a organization that makes sure that people are enrolled and uh, that they're, you know, that they're engaging. And so we know that uh, youth, so I think this is one reason why it's on, was that young people, yeah. um, are low, there's a low turnout. We know that from our general, like there's a low turnout in local body overall, yeah. you know, overall. So one of the key groups that they want is young people, Pacific people, new immigrants, Maori. Yeah. And uh, so we've got a team in Auckland and right across the country that um, look to uh, try to engage those people in those spaces and, uh, and just, uh, you know, uh, just build the knowledge and uh, see what the you know see how we can better engage them in their civic sure. responsibility. So, do you think um, after what we've been through in the last couple of years, has that made people more uh, willing to vote, or have they become more recluse to to speaking up and and having a say in, in how 
our country and our community and how our city and suburbs mm. uh, are and how we live in them. What do you think? What's well, your feeling from what you see? Feeling, look, my feeling is, is that we live in an amazing country that you get a chance to pick people that represent your values yeah. and the way you see things. And so this is your chance in your local body you know, elections to spend just that little bit of time to find out about the candidates and yeah. see what they stand for because they're the decision makers that influence things from you know, our reserves and our libraries, the, yeah. you know, the streets, the rubbish collection, yeah. you know, the pools, the local pools, and, and how your how your local neighborhood runs in many respects. You know, a lot of people talk about the general election, and they think, but, you know, I think it, there's a lot to be said, like, your day-to-day -day life is probably more impacted yeah. by the local body, body. You know, your local body election. And that's, where it, that's where it all starts, mate. Yeah. If you didn't like how you were treated, or what happened or whatever, if you want something changed, it all starts yep. at the local level, right? Mm -hmm. and, and people should should take advantage of that, I, I think, because yeah, man. there's we're probably 1% of the world that actually get a chance to have a say. And, and what I would hope is still a very legitimate and uh, above-board system, right? And you having someone like you in it, I would say it would be, right? Yeah, I think, um, uh, you know, knowledge is, is a really powerful thing, and we talk about that a lot, knowledge is power, but I think um, uh, maybe, I don't know, I, I think it's um, maybe a combination of many different reasons why um, people don't vote, yeah. um, but I think it's important that we can, you know, you can read about it, you can look up online, we've got community events that are coming up, and a lot of speakers were in the, like I said, the, the voting papers come out, from tomorrow onwards, yep. and you've got till the eighth of October at midday to um, put your ballot. Put how, your ballot. How old in. do you have to be? Is eighteen plus? Yeah, eighteen. So to, to vote in um, all New Zealand citizens, any permanent residents, eighteen years of age, and if you've just lived for twelve months in in the country at any time, right. at any time in your life. So if you've just come back from overseas yeah. and you think, uh, no, it's like, well, if you lived here for twelve months when you're twelve or yeah. seven or something like that, then you're able to to vote. So yeah, well, people have to do it. Mate, you think of the people in Russia, people in China. People in North Korea, people in some of those Middle Eastern countries, they don't, they don't get this opportunity. It's a, it's a real blessing and, and, and a real privilege for us to be able to vote and make a difference, right? I mean, it's not, a, it's not something that every country offers, right? And yeah. We're very fortunate. And very, yeah. And it, it, I think it's just at times laziness and a little bit of ignorance that doesn't get out. Sometimes well, help people out there, mate. I will say this, that it's, um, you do notice with the new immigrants, I, I do see um, their um, the enthusiasm yeah. to be enrolled, and I am on. This is just my. Um, I, I think that has a, there's a, 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 a you know just recognizing what you're saying yeah. that they recognize the the that the quality quality. They come yeah, from. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You, you said exactly that, and I think uh, you can just get a little bit um, yeah. Um, when you grow up in the world that you know, and this is all you know, and you know the water turns on, and you got lights on the street, and your rubbish gets collected, right. yeah. you know those things don't, you know, you Take just them for granted. yeah, you don't even yeah. think so. It's just a reminding. I think that's my role in um, our, our team's role is just to um, talk about those things and make sure that people are enrolled and. You know, like, it's so, it's vote.nz, I love that. When I first talked to Tony last year, I remember, I was like, what's the, what's the website? It was like, yeah. vote.nz, I was like, geez, that's like the easiest thing. So people can still, even now, they can just go on vote.nz and you can just, all you have to do is put your name in and your address and it'll come up and it'll tell you, yeah. you can update all your details. So yeah. you can do that right up to the 7th. 
and get enrolled if you're not enrolled. Yeah. So, you know, that's um, an easy way. It's IT. So many of our young yeah. people, now, and especially our first-time voters, you know, we know that our young people, um, uh, we know that it's, they're more likely to engage in, in, in the democratic process um, if they vote when they're 18, 19, you're, yeah, yeah. you're more likely to continue voting. Yeah, yeah. You know? And so, yeah, did, did you have to go to schools and stuff? Or yeah, we got another special team. Projects and universities and places like that? Oh, actually, don't, they haven't been really yes. uh, occupied, have they? Yes, no, we have. We have been, um, we, we've been to the university, University of Auckland, and yeah. we'll be at Massey University, MIT. We've done a number of high schools. I've done a number of career evenings. I was at Custom Boys the other week, and nice. we were just in this last week in and our college, and, and this is for Auckland, and but there's, you know, I'm the, part of the Auckland region, and then there's teams of, of the Electoral Commission all throughout the country. Right, right. Um, so there'll be people going to um, schools, and um, one of our lovely um, team members, she's been going to the churches. Um, right. We've been sitting up at Marais and, and going into uh, the markets, the evening markets. So going to the spaces where our people are, and yeah. um, it was a really great one in this past, in this last two weeks has been the citizenship um, ceremony. So yeah, yeah. a lot of those people who've just become citizens and they're swearing allegiance to the flag. Yeah, yeah, and that's yeah. been really beautiful to kind of like for me to refresh my patriotism. You know, we're not, you know Americans are very patriotic, but I really loved being 60 years of Samoan independence, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, with that in, um, coming out of COVID and lockdown, and, yeah. and then sitting in this um, ceremony and watching people from Africa and Asia and, yeah. and Europe um, and seeing the diversity of these new Kiwis and, 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 and feeling the tangible excitement yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. of these people. You know, some of them have been here and they got their citizenship pre-COVID right. and, and they could, you know, they got their, their citizenship and they could have gone, but they wanted the ceremony, you know, yeah. they wanted, they've come and they had, so, so there's been about four or five in the last fortnight yeah. and that's been, that's been really cool to, to, to see, um, you know, our, our democracy and our, and our citizen, you know, just that Kiwi, yeah. the, the dream of, of, of coming to a place and seeing it in people's lives in real life, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. that's really, that was real wonderful. The land of the long white cloud, mate. It's a beautiful place. We're uh, very blessed to live here. Uh, we always have been, and uh, I think I hope we always will be. And that, uh, that's one of the most important things with the voting is you're voting for people that are meant to be working for you, right? So I, these people, or not, or not. These people are coming into power, and they're going to hopefully, and, and I think they will, uh, do things that are at the, at the benefit of us people that are citizens that are taxpayers, right? And that that's. That's how the system works. Paul, not to call it all. Well, again, as I said, uh, just find out the people that stand alongside your values and yep. the way you think, and that's it's your responsibility to find out. There's plenty of articles out there now in the media that talk about who's in your local body. If you want to get along to your councils, go to your councils. I know that there'll be more information on the candidates come out with your packet, uh, with your ballot papers. Yep. will arrive in your letterbox either uh, tomorrow or over the weekend and it'll have, and, and, and you know, you deserve um, to give yourself that, that room just to read about and yeah. find out um, what these people are uh, uh, you know who they are, and I can't tell you who to vote for. No one can tell you who to vote for. Yeah. But um, you know, you, you have this wonderful, beautiful, um, you know, right that you can that's exercise it. your freedom in, in, in your vote. So that, that's 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 the most important thing, mate. Is is the right? That, yeah. That's what we have. And like I said, it's probably less than one percent of the world has this opportunity. So we should grab it with both hands, and and I'm going to, and, and go out there and vote. I've just looked it up now. So there's policy.nz yep. forward slash 2022. 
I'll put that at the bottom of uh, on, on, on the text. Yes, yeah, so that has that will give you all the information about candidates. So wherever you are in Aotearoa, New Zealand, if you go to your phone and put policy.nz forward slash 2022, that will give you all the information about um, your uh, your candidates, your local candidates. And again, if you want to enrol, then it's vote.nz, go in there and you can still enrol right up to the 7th. And then if you don't get your papers in the mail, then you can still cast a special vote and you just need to go to your council. And so um, in the first instance, go to vote.nz yep. and check all your details. If your papers still don't come, then make sure that you get along to your local council and they'll be able to to direct you of how you can make your um, your ballot sure. um, over the next three weeks. So voting, as I said, closes on the 8th at midday on the 8th of October. So this is from tomorrow onwards, it's like three weeks. Yep. So there's three weeks for us to um, to ponder and look through and get along to a candidate meeting. There's plenty of candidate meetings that are in your area. Yep. And uh, you can just and they'll be on. ramping up now too, right? Absolutely, you'll be yeah. ramping up now. Yeah. So there'll be a lot happening. So this is probably the best time and I'm really glad that I got to come here tonight um, and, uh, you know, put clock in some hours for work. <laughs> I'm really glad you turned up, brother. I'm just looking at that, that site at the moment. It looks yep. pretty straightforward and... If an idiot like me can uh, sort of navigate through it, I'm sure everybody can. So it's uh, it's pretty cool. Pretty cool. It's, it's the first time I've sort of, sort of seen it. Yeah. Online like this before. So um, it makes the information so much easier to to look into, right? Yeah. So easy. Um, and uh, and make it. Uh, I think um, one of my desires is to make it a normal part of you know our talanoa and our kōrero. Yeah. Um, and a healthy part of it, I feel, yeah, so, yeah, looking forward to it, and, uh... I see a, a, a handsome brown face in there, in the candidates, <laughs> brother, well done, also, I'll look into you and see what you can offer, and, yeah. uh, it's yes. quite, a, quite a good range of people there to, um, this is the mayoral candidate, so it's a good range of people there to have a look into. Awesome, 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 uh, doing great work as always, brother. Sure. Was there anything is else it, you wanted to... Uh, uh, oh, oh, sorry, we're taking off my work, land <laughs> Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. Well, yeah. Like I said, um, get out there and vote. I can't tell you who to vote for, uh, but uh, you should vote, and uh, I encourage you to check it out. Anyone watching, um, and whether it's here in Aotearoa, New Zealand, you know, around the world in the Pacific, it's a huge part of um, exercising your civic responsibility. So. Awesome, awesome, bro. It's really good to have you in tonight, also. Man, so it's been so... You. I'm going to have to get you to come back. There's other things I want to talk to you about. Yeah, man. But we'll, keep that. Down, we'll end it on this one because that's uh, one of the most important sort of um, topics that we needed to cover tonight. And uh, it's a very important topic. I, I can't reiterate enough how um, how fortunate we are and, and, and how blessed we are as citizens of a country that's still able to put a vote in and, and have your say, man. So it's, it's a right, really. A God-given right that we can vote and a God-given right that we can vote for the person that we want to get in there. So... Let's get out there and do it, people. Come on. No, mihi nui, brother, and ma'uru ki Thank you so much for all the work that you're doing and, and your place in, in the vernacular of our community. <laughs> and uh, I really appreciate um, you having me tonight and, and just what you're doing. And, and it's um, we need more of our brothers out here just doing our part. And, you know, we're all it's all important. And, uh, you know, different parts of, of, of our community. And, you know, I know that you, you're reaching people that I'll never be able to reach. Yeah. And you'll be, you'll be touching lives and influencing people that I'll I'll never influence and um, so I really want to just encourage you to keep doing it and, you, and don't be discouraged because uh, it's going to be discouraging guys but to your family God bless and um, all the best for your son and, and your daughter uh, she'll be a dancer yeah. <laughs> there will be a plan but I really appreciate you having me thank you thank you so much as I always sign off for love no hate